Simpsons time. Heavenly shades of night are falling. It's Simpsons time. Today we're going to talk about episode number 43, Lisa's Pony. Expertly written by Al Jean and Mike Reese. Expertly directed by Carlos Baeza. Um, and chosen because the one I last talked about was Bart Gets an Elephant. And this deals with many of the same problems for The Simpsons. Uh, and maybe could be said to be like a spiritual forebear of Bart Gets an Elephant because it happened two seasons earlier. Uh, before we get to that, though, I wanted to talk about several other things. I realized that in order to do each episode really, really justice, I would have to spend all of Simpsons time kind of rattling off everything about it that's noteworthy we didn't start the fire style. I always forget a couple of things when I discuss an episode, but I cannot let this go by. Even though we're talking about Lisa's Pony today, I need to append to my discussion of episode 98, Bart's, Bart Gets an Elephant. To say... That, that episode marks the first appearance of Cletus, one of many characters who didn't have a name when he started his Simpsons career. He was just a character design. It would be two more seasons before he had his name. And then six more seasons after that before he had his last name. His name is Cletus Spuckler. But in the Stampy episode, he is known just as a slack-jawed yokel. Then in 22 short films about Springfield, his domestic partner, Brandine, is introduced, and his theme song to Cletus the Slackjawed Yokel. And then I believe it's in the class action episode Sweets and Sour Marge when he needs to sign and he's like, let me see if I can remember how to make my mark. And he like writes in beautiful calligraphy Cletus Spuckler. Anyway, but yeah, we first see him pretty much exactly as he is now in Bart Gets an Elephant when Lisa is grumbling about Stampy having to be paraded before a bunch of slack-jawed yokels. And the gag comes with them cutting away to Cletus going, Hey, look at that point-inherited little girl. 
Uh, there are many other characters like this, such as Hans Molman. He was just a character designed, like, designed to be an extra. And Matt Groening didn't like him and called him Mole Man. Like, oh, Mole Man is there again? Let's not use Mole Man anymore. And so, but then the name had stuck, and so he was always snuck in for a laugh and usually immediately killed or injured. <laughs> Ralph Wiggum is another character like that. He was just a design, and later on, they cast him as Chief Wiggum's son. And that's, incidentally, why he's one of the only Springfield kids that don't look exactly like their parents. In fact, he has a little cameo in Lisa's Pony where he speaks with Nelson's voice because it, like, he has not been developed as a character yet. When they're admiring Lisa riding Princess, the little boys say to each other, she certainly tamed that pony. Yes, but what man could tame her? That's Ralph speaking in a voice that's not his own. What I prefer, I have to say, are the named characters that don't take, that never get promoted to like main consciousness of Simpsons viewers, the, the sort of Richards and Lewises of the Simpsons universe. There's a kid named Chuck who's named in like two episodes. He's the one who talks like this. What happened to Chuck? We never see him anymore. Uh, and I also like the ones that don't have their character designs that you see over and over again, like the boy with shades and the white-haired girl with the ponytail that, you, that never are named. You just see them over and over again. And I also like <laughs> the people who have names but that we never see. Like in one of the Sideshow Bob episodes, she, uh, Bob is marrying Selma, and she's like, oh, this is a gift from Cousin Dot. I'm like, what? Cousin Dot? Uh, and etc. Anyway, Lisa's pony. <laughs> they can't afford the pony. It's really sad. The first act deals with Homer really screwing up when Lisa is performing at the talent show, he has to get her a reed for her saxophone. He goes drinking instead until 15 seconds before King Toots closes, antagonizes the guy who runs King Toots, uh, but he finally capitulates and lets Homer back into the store. He's super late. The talent show is already starting. The one kid is singing My Dingling. Um... Millhouse is playing the spoons on his body. All these horrible talent show <laughs> acts are happening. Bart's impression of Principal Skinner is, Duh, I'm Principal Skinner! And all the kids are, like, cheering and, you know, rising out of their seats. Often I think of this episode when something goes wrong that's not my fault and I'm made to look really 
stupid. I feel like that happens a lot to me, that I feel embarrassed by something beyond my control. And I always think about Lisa playing the sax, uh, trying to play Stormy Weather and having tears come out of her eyes because her read sounds so bad. Um, I also think of myself as Homer frequently, uh, not so much in current years, but there was a time when I was in grad school that I was very, very tired all the time because I had a billion jobs. Uh, and I had these sort of little Nemo in slumberland kind of hallucinations like Homer has. where, you know, the car turns into a bed while he's <laughs> falling asleep at the wheel because he has to work at the power plant and also at the Quickie Mart. He works at the Quickie Mart at night to support Lisa's ownership of the pony. There's the Godfather reference where she wakes up with the horse in her bed and screams. But she's very happy. Of course, Marge is not happy, but Homer is very happy. He bought her the pony so that she would not be mad at him anymore over the Reed debacle. And I think this is a good balancing of Homer being motivated by kindness, but also being a jerk. You know, like sometimes in some episodes, he's too much of a jerk. Actually, the Stampy episode is a good example of him being like a real jerk. But here he really just is being so stupid because he wants Lisa to love him again. Bart says, well, I don't love you either, so give me a moped. And Homer's like, no, I know you love me. There's some good Apu stuff. Some of the first interesting Apu-Homer dialogue when Homer does the scratch-off lotto ticket and lies and says that he won $10,000, but uh, Apu needs to see the ticket in order to give him the money, and, you know, they have a tug-of-war over it. And that leads to him confessing that he needs a job, Apu hiring him. And then at the very end, after Lisa agrees that Princess needs to be sold to give Homer his dignity back, very, 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 very sweet closing of the show where Lisa is riding on her dad's shoulders instead of riding the pony. And they go off together, giggling into the sunrise. <laughs> uh, and Apu has the last word of the entire episode. He slept, he stole, he was rude to the customers, but there goes the finest employee this Quickie Mart ever had. So that's cute. Well, that's all I have to say about Simpsons time for today. Here's another song about a girl and her pony. It's called Wildfire. Thank you for listening to Simpsons time. Uh, I mean, thank you for listening to Simpsons time.
Sheesh. Thank you for listening to Simpsons Time, indeed. It is always a pleasure to have you join me in the Debigulator each week. My name is Amanda Nazario, and I look forward to entertaining you again next week with more uh, time capsules from the Nazario Scenario Archives. Um, I realize, just listening back to that, that um, Lisa's Pony and Lisa the Vegetarian end the exact same way. And it's a similar way to the way Duffless ends, except it's Marge instead of Lisa. Hmm. And the last thing I'll say is that uh, in a very recent episode where uh, Burns starts to engage in fracking, we see, speaking of minor characters that are not seen very much or not seen anymore, uh, we see Charlie from the nuclear power plant gross, grotesquely mutated. He has like four eyes and tentacles and, and he's glowing. And I think that's fantastic. <laughs> All right, that's enough out of me. Talk to you later. Uh, WFMU.org slash playlists slash AN is where you go to hear more of this and see more of that. Bye.